0: I'm Susan Grace, and this is Be the Evidence. We are at the full moon in Capricorn. This, the energy within this full moon, there's a there are other factors involved beyond the full moon. So the um, the other factors included in this full moon are going to continue to develop and deliver and build um, over the next month. It's going to deliver and build even past the next full moon the next full moon is august 11th in aquarius it's going to go past that so what we're what we're going to talk about today is not just happening today the day of the full moon it is it's it's something that we're in for weeks so i'll try to remember to mention this towards the end but i'll I'll tell you from the outset this might be one of those podcasts that you, you might want to come back to and listen to again in the coming days or weeks as the themes start to show up in your life, because not all of it will make sense today. It, it, it might be later. It could all be today too, okay? But I'm just saying that the, the energies in here aren't done developing. So just keep that in mind as we go through this, okay? Full moon in Aquarius. Moon is um, conjuncting Pluto retrograde in Capricorn. Remember, that's uh, Pluto retrograde at 27 is the US's Pluto return. Obviously, that opposes the Sun and Mercury in Cancer. Just that full moon energy alone is where in Cancer you find that you are taking, taking things uh, overly sensitive or personally. Or with resentment, there's something rigid that you need to let go of. That's Capricorn. Something rigid you need to let go of because it it won't it won't sustain itself going forward. There's something that's trying to uh, it's falling apart. It's no longer viable. It doesn't serve you anymore, and it would be along the lines of traditions, obsolete rules that don't apply to how you are developing into your future forward self, expectations that you have put on yourself or that other people put on you that don't match your current energy. It's also rigid stories, the story of how it's always been and therefore that's how it has to be or the story of how it's always been and that's why it is now and that's how it's going to be in the future. The rigidity of this is how it is and it cannot change. There's something about rigidity that is breaking. And the reason why it's breaking is because it's trying to get you into, rather than being overly sensitive, taking everything personally and being resentful, it's trying to get you into brave vulnerability. And brave vulnerability means that you are open. You're open to life, you're open to the new, you're open to receiving, you're open to uh, more care for yourself, you're open to seeing what you need for your life so that you can feel better. That full moon is part of a kite, which is a grand trine, it's a grand trine water tied into the full moon that makes a kite. The Grand Trine Water is obviously the cancer part. And then South Node and Scorpio. South Node and Scorpio. Remember that South Node is like a giant hole in the ground It says, do not jump in this hole. And people say, I can't help it. And they do it anyway. Everybody does it. I'm a double Scorpio. I even do it. And I know what's happening. So whenever you catch yourself falling into it, all you need to do is catch yourself and come back out of it. But South Node and Scorpio, if you fall into it, would be doom. It would be fear. It would be you're probably stuck like this. It would be um, being afraid to want things because what you want either doesn't exist or you can't have it or you'll get it and it'll turn bad or you'll get it and you'll fuck it up or you'll get it and lose it. Something that's falling into the south node. Working with the south node would be facing what needs to be faced and that would be repressed. Or hidden emotions. The truth of what you really want. The truth of how you really feel about yourself. The truth of um, what's been happening behind closed doors that you need to get out into the open. The actual truth that needs to be faced so that you can get out of there and not be stuck in a hole. The other part of the Grand Trine Water is Neptune retrograde in Pisces. When Neptune is retrograde, it feels like we have been dropped that we have been forgotten that there it's radio silence when it comes to being supported and guided that we've been set out to drift and nobody really cares <clears throat> that's a feeling that happens every time neptune's retrograde especially in pisces and what i tell people is that it's just a feeling the way that you handle that is first of all to recognize that neptune did not drop out of the sky Okay. <laughs> Spirit guidance support is always present. We have never been dropped. We have never been forgotten. It's just that you have to go within and get real quiet in order to tap into it. It's it, it's asking you to go within. It's listening to the whispers. It's listening to the subconscious, which would be in dreams. It's listening to the intuition that happens in a breeze. It's a lot more subtle it's a lot slower and it involves having faith in yourself so if you put all that together it looks like a lot of, there's a letting go that's happening right now and a shedding and you would do that because the rigidity that you've been stuck in is keeping you from opening up to a different way of being. And the reason why I say a different way of being is that if you if you extend that kite out further by factoring in Uranus and North Node and Taurus, Uranus and North Node and Taurus added in makes a mystic rectangle. The mystic rectangle tied into the Cancer energy, South Node and Scorpio, and the Sun and Pluto, I'm sorry, the Moon and Pluto and Capricorn to Uranus and North Northern Taurus means what you're you're heading towards is a different quality of life. Um, That the life that you're heading towards seems weird. It seems not sane. It seems like I can't even imagine. It's trying to get you into a quality of life that is way outside your comfort zone because you haven't seen it before and to get there to be able to well I don't even know if it's getting there I think it's going to be more like to be able to handle it when it gets to you it'll require you to be in brave vulnerability to be outside of your rigidness to be shedding of old things old old fears that are getting in the way and be willing to face the truth of what's underneath and to have a strong sense of quiet faith. You're going to need that. And the reason I say whenever a different quality of life arrives to you, the reason I say that is because North Node and Uran- Uranus is already at 18. The North Node is, ret- is going to hit 18 um, July 31st. And then the next day on August 1st, Mars is going to join. Mars and Uranus in the North Node. That is not uneventful energy. That is not, um, you're going to have to go out and make it happen if anything's going to happen at all. Uranus has a way of surprising us. I mean, big time surprising us to where we go, what the fuck is going on? Oh my God. <laughs> That's normally what I say when Uranus does something in my life. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, and so in Taurus, it's about, resources it's about quality of life it's about um what's valuable and important and so that energy will continue to build past july 31st and august 1st um, mercury and then after that the sun in leo will tie into uh that that taurus opposed scorpio energy plus the square to Saturn. In Aquarius and build a fixed cross, and and it's just going to keep it's just going to keep delivering. The undercurrent of, well not not undercurrent concurrently. In the middle of this full moon and the kite and the mystic rectangle, is Venus in Gemini at 24, trining so that's an open conversation, with Saturn retrograde at 24 in Aquarius but Venus is also squaring Neptune retrograde in Pisces. Here's what that means. In the middle of all this, Venus in Gemini is is saying you you have to open up your thinking. And Saturn retrograde in Aquarius involved in that conversation is you have to get disciplined and focused about a future forward version of yourself. If you don't, then... Other people's energy, other people's traditions and rules and expectations can overtake your own energy and you end up where you didn't intend to be. And so to open up your thinking, opening up your thinking in Gemini is not A or B. You have a choice between A or or B. If you find yourself right now thinking, well, it's either this outcome or this outcome, then we're back in Capricorn. That's too rigid. Your future for itself, by Saturn and Aquarius, right? And then your Aquarius is ruler, Uranus is in Taurus in that conjunction that we just talked about. It's not going to look like what you think it is. It's not going to look like that. And so opening up your thinking about options, about problem solving, about ideas, Opening up your thinking, it it not only gets you out of between A or B, but it also allows you to cut out like (laughs) T-U-V. If it's A through Z and T-U-V doesn't work, then you can go, yeah, I'm going to have to cut. Those are not options. Take them out. And then you're left with the rest of the options right? Like S- Saturn's disciplined. Saturn is mature. Saturn, I mean, it, it, yeah, it's, res- it's restrictive, I guess, but I, in the sense that it's not wild, it's not bouncing all over the place. It's disciplined and it's focused. What is your actual future forward frequency? And then opening up to new thinking about how you can operate better along those lines. The square to Neptune retrograde and Pisces. When, when transits between transits in Gemini and Pisces square off, it's, it's like you can be taught, your head can talk you into and out of all kinds of things. And since Neptune is retrograde, that energy is saying, you're, you're going to have to, you're going to have to trust your own intuition. You're going to have to think it through and open your mind, figure things out in a different way, and then take the chance that you're going to trust yourself. Trusting yourself, Neptune retrograde. This is not the environment to think things through with an open mind about a future forward self and then go keep getting to row readings. You get one tarot reading, it doesn't match your thinking. You're like, well, fuck. And then you go get another tarot reading. That doesn't match either. Oh my God. So you get a third and a fourth and a fifth and a sixth. This is not looking for faith outside of you. It's not looking for signals outside of you. In fact, I, I would say probably a lot of predictive tools, if you use that, are going to be off the mark right now. Because everything is asking you to go within, which is very uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable whenever we're still pulling out of control systems that tell us we cannot trust ourselves. We have to do as we're told. <clears throat> so faith, opening up your thinking about being disciplined about a new way of being because you're moving into a quality of life and a standard of life that you have never seen before. And it's requiring you to shed old fears and bring to light Repress feelings so that you can get out of rigidity that's keeping you small, that's keeping you locked into a fraction, a fractioned way of being. So you can open up and brave vulnerability about what you want for yourself. Along those lines, in case it's useful, I'd like to share something with you. Last night when I went to bed, the night before this full moon, as I coach my clients to do often, I said, show me the full moon. And then in the subconscious realm, here's what I saw. I was sitting on a terrace. I presume it's somebody's, the terrace of someone's flat. It wasn't like the terrace of some big building. It was where someone lived. It was a a smaller place. And I was in Rome. Um, It was a terrace outside of someone's flat. Overlooking a crowd and a square, it was evening time, but the but the the square itself was lit up for some reason, there was a crowd there, and it's for a celebratory reason. it wasn't like a protest and it wasn't like a speech or something. It was a celebration of some sort. I mean, I presume it was something like um New year's something like that, but it wasn't wild at all. It was just happy and I was sitting on the terrace with um two or three of my friends, and we were just talking about life and I was saying how much I appreciated being there in that moment on that terrace with them, because in my everyday life, I feel like I am constantly hustling. I'm constantly pushing. I'm constantly chasing and running and figuring out that everything from the work that I do to my relationships feel like it's just, it's always, it's always pushing. Always, and I felt like I could breathe in that moment with them, and then a friend of mine who thinks very well of me and is very positive and kind, he leaned in and he said, "If you're constantly running, you're never fully living." And I said, "Huh." And then someone handed me a cupcake with birthday candles in it, and they sang "Happy birthday to me because that's how dreams work." <laughs> And then for whatever reason that the crowd was there, they started, you know, they all fell into a sing-along and then somebody lit fireworks and it was just amazing. <laughs> and so uh and so I share that with you. I share that with you because I didn't I didn't want to keep it to myself in case it's useful to someone who might be listening to me talk. <laughs> if you're constantly running, you're never fully living. Maybe that's something to consider whenever. We are spinning several plates in the air and heading into um, rapidly rapidly arriving developments that we can't quite see yet and trusting ourselves that we are adaptable and teachable in no matter what is finding its way towards us. Thank you for joining me this week. If you'd like ongoing support outside of these podcasts, you're invited to register as a member at evidence.live and receive your invitation to join all of our community in the new app, which we are very excited about. You can also schedule one-on-one time with me at susangrace.org. We'll talk again soon.